Matt Mosley Show continuing on a Monday. Cowboys training camp will be out there. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, uh, bringing me out to camp, the Matt Mosley Show. And, of course, I'll hook up with my buddy Ed Werder. We team up on the Doomsday Podcast. Ed, greetings. I know you have already landed in beautiful Oxnard, California, really Ventura, if you want to pull back the curtain a little bit. We, we like to stay down the road in Ventura. And Ed has pulled off the road, kind enough to jump on with us for a couple of minutes. Ed is the, uh, as you, and you spent a little time in Colorado, so you do get a reprieve from the weather from time to time. Give us the weather report today from, uh, from uh, Oxnard, California, though. It is currently 69 degrees at the Cowboys practice facility here in Oxnard, California, which is 34 degrees cooler than it presently is in beautiful downtown crime-free Flower Mound, Texas. And that is a 34-degree difference that, to me, is a meteorological equivalent of the Herschel Walker trade. <laughs> I like that. I like that. People remember that was Herschel's number, and Ed was covering covered that trade, the aftermath of that trade, and then covered uh, the Cowboys winning all those Super Bowls. And Ed making it out to California. Ed, we've been doing this now for a lot of years. Now, the um, the pandemic cut into some of that, cut into some of these uh, trips out to California, interrupted for a little bit in there. But uh, uh, it's uh, full-fledged activities out there, and I, I think uh, everybody gets excited uh, to go. What are you, as you get ready for Jerry's State of the Union tomorrow, Jerry uh, Jones, Mike McCarthy, uh, I, I feel a little bit bad for Mike because you know he's going to get asked. He has to get asked. Uh, what do you think about, you know, being on the hot seat to start this season? I mean, it, I, I kind of hate it for him because you really you hate to be on the hot seat on the first day of training camp. But, Ed, I think we have to agree this man will start the season firmly on the hot seat. I, I think there will be no speculation about – Sean Payton taking over as a Cowboys head coach until Mike McCarthy loses. And I don't mean a game. I mean like a pregame coin toss. Uh, so it could be, it could be 12. Well, I guess that's a night game, the opener against Tampa Bay. So it could start, you know, right then about seven 30 uh, on week one, Sunday night football, the speculation about Mike McCarthy. Is it fair? Uh, you know, I don't know. His first year, you know, was during the pandemic. It was, uh, thwarted by Dak Prescott, you know, suffering the first injury of his career and missing 10 games. But last year, I mean, it's hard to believe he's going to start the season with a better team than he ended last year with. Uh, and I think that's why Jerry was so upset after that San Francisco loss. You know, they were the only team to win a division and not advance to the second round of the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, losing to the 49ers the way that they did, uh, they had the good fortune, I think, of, of having Dan Quinn come back, Kellen Moore coming back, both of whom uh, I think they were prepared to lose during the offseason. Um, but with those two on the staff and, and interest uh, in, uh, in them from other teams around the league, uh, with Sean Payton, maybe the, 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 the best head coach or the best coach the Cowboys have ever let leave the building, you know, suddenly available and – his relationship with Jerry and the history with the Cowboys, 
I mean, there's going to be an, an extraordinary amount of pressure on Mike McCarthy for all of those reasons. I mean, they had the number one offense in football last year going into the playoffs. They led the NFL in points off turnovers, off creating turnovers. You almost never see a team accomplish those two things in the same season. But the Cowboys had all that. They had a home playoff game, and they failed to advance. And if you look back two years ago, it was very clear and Mike McCarthy accepted that the Cowboys were in their Super Bowl window, and he was there as a guy who knows how to win championships to push him over the edge. And so far, he hasn't won a playoff game. In fact, he very seldom beat good teams. And, and that's a wrap that both he and Dak Prescott, I think, carry going into this season. Ed Werder from ESPN on the ground. Uh, he is embedded now with the Cowboys. Already has his uh, credential in hand. I'll I'll fly into town early tomorrow morning, hoping to secure my own credential. And uh, this is going to be a fun. And then Ed and I, you can follow us too on the Doomsday Podcast. It's uh, we're all podcasts are heard, and we love doing interviews and doing all of that. So that'll be uh, fun. Ed, this um this receiver thing, I, you're gonna I I can see it now. You'll be kind of delving into that and and zeroing in on it because one of your things you bring up over and over is the decision they made on Amari Cooper that's going to be huge that's going to be a big storyline C.D. Lamb now number one receiver third round pick Jalen Tolbert we don't think Gallup will be ready certainly not for the start of training camp and then after that it's kind of hit or miss we don't know what James Washington's going to be he wasn't great in Pittsburgh and is that a position that you will kind of put your uh, well-trained eye on as you uh, as you make your way around the practice fields of Oxnard. Yeah, I think I think the competition at that position early on will dictate to Jerry Jones whether he needs to go out and spend some of that twenty million dollars uh, that they have available still under the cap and go get make a trade for a veteran receiver or sign. Um, a free agent receiver, you know, like Emmanuel Sanders or T.Y. Hilton or Julio Jones. Um, the problem with most of those guys is they're older players who have, have a recent injury history, uh, and so they may not solve your problem for long, if at all. Um, but I think how, you know, how, how the third-round pick, Jalen Tolbert, advances in this camp, uh, what, they, what they see from James Washington early in the camp, uh, I think we'll determine whether they go out and get a receiver or not. Um, and, and then I think the other position uh, of interest, the position group of interest, the offensive line. You know, Zach Martin said it here today when, when he got off the bus, is that, you know, he wants us to be a tough, physical, disciplined football team. And, and, and by his own admission, they were neither of those things much of the time last season, certainly during the second half of the season. And we saw what happened to them in the playoffs when the, their opponent was far more physical than they were. Uh, and, and so there's been this conjecture from even people like Tony Romo that the Cowboys are going to place an emphasis on the running game, and I'm just not sure I see that uh, for a lot of reasons, one of which the head coach, Mike McCarthy's never been somebody who's run the football. He's always played through the quarterback, and that's kind of the change he influenced when he took over in Dallas. The, the offense wasn't going to run through the offensive line and Zeke uh, Elliott like it did under Jason Garrett. It was going to run through Dak Prescott, and that's the way – it's been set up, and it's awfully hard to see them changing uh, that approach. But I think the offensive line is another group that needs to be watched here. And then I think on defense, probably 
you know, pass rusher. How, how are they using Micah Parsons? Don't see him really changing how they did it from a year ago. You know, it creates a lot of confusion and uncertainty for the quarterback trying to make his pre-snap reads when he doesn't know where Parsons is going to be or what his assignment is going to be. But where, where are they going to replace the impact that they got from Randy Gregory last year? Can Sam Williams do it? Can Fowler, Dante Fowler do it? Where's that going to come from? Isn't that funny? I think of Ed, how many years do we go into a season saying something like Dante Fowler? Or that, that one year you and I were both fascinated when they brought um, Alden. You remember they you know they got him all he hadn't played like in what four or five years Alden and they Smith. bring Alden Smith, right. they bring him in at the troubled player. Uh there's always somebody like that X factor. What's this guy going to do? And so I do find that fascinating. And what we do when we get out there, we look at guys like Sam, who you just mentioned, Sam Williams from Ole Miss, and we're like, hey, I wonder if this is the guy that's going to do it. I wonder if he can be Randy Gregory. But, Ed, it's going to be a storyline you and I keep coming back to. A part of this camp will be about who's not there. And, of course, we'll take a peek and we'll look closely. But, you know, even Amari Cooper, the soft-spoken Amari Cooper, we've enjoyed our interviews with him. He he's not a, he but he he says some interesting things just in a very soft way. But have you noticed, Ed, that he's been taking some jabs at the old Cowboys just in his own quiet, understated way? He's taken a few jabs. So I think um, I think part of our storyline, as we do both the you know the Matt Mosley show and Doomsday, will be thinking about how do they replace. And, and are they taking a step back? The funny thing is, Ed, I don't know if it matters if they take a step back or not to win the division. Uh, unless, Ed, do you find yourself buying into the Eagles being a lot better? Or are you one of those? Well, I mean, the Eagles made the playoffs last year. They started poorly. Uh, you know, my, my questions about the Eagles center really on, you know, Jalen Hurts. They went out and made the big first day, first round trade for. You know, A.J. Brown, who's an elite receiver in the NFL, big physical guy. Um, he's going to be a tough cover in the league uh, or in the division. But, you know, the Cowboys dominated the division. They they won. They went 6-0. and They were the only team not to lose a divisional game. I mean, they outscored these teams by, you know, I don't know, almost 200 points in the six games. Uh, and so I don't know if the Eagles can make up that much ground. I have real questions about whether Jalen Hurts is good enough as a passer. And I think that's the reason that the Eagles have have tried to create uh, some talent around him in the passing game so that they can make their evaluation because they've got a lot of first-round draft pick collateral uh, next year and beyond to go get a quarterback if they decide this year that Hurts is not the answer at that position. And I think he's the one who's going to determine whether the Eagles can make a run and create competition for the Cowboys. And then we have to keep in mind that, you know, you never know who's going to get hurt, first of all. And then what has this division got? 18 consecutive years without a repeat winner? So history alone tells you it's going to be very challenging, if not impossible, for the Cowboys. But talent-wise, to me, they're still by far the best team. I think that is accurate. Um, Ed, will you wait on me for your first meal at Andrea's, the beautiful little seafood place right there on the harbor uh, in the channel of, uh, of Ventura Harbor. Will you wait for that first Andrea's meal with me, or do you, do you think you'll go by there before I arrive in town? It's, it's been on my mind for quite a few weeks now, that black and mahi-mahi burger, and I just don't know if I can wait another 24 hours, but I'll try my best. And, and All right, if I at least can't wait 24 hours, 
I'll have my second my second sandwich with you tomorrow night. All right, I like those clam strips, and um, and then I, and that New England clam chowder is not a bad way to start either. Although it is funny to get that when you're on the West Coast, but it is great uh, right there in uh, in in Vin- beautiful Ventura. Ed, I know you need to make your way back. I uh, I I think it's. We've always stayed in the same location. We're staying in separate locations. I hope we're able to function. I think you kind of like that because that may mean you don't have to cart me around <laughs> everywhere. I think you're going to enjoy it. The only problem is it may mean I don't show up anywhere, but uh, we'll make it all work. Ed, uh, appreciate you doing it, and uh, we, will, uh, we will talk to you uh, tomorrow in person. Well, I can always swing by and still pick you up if that's what's necessary to get you to practice on time. <laughs> okay, if I could get into practice. All right, there he is, Ed Warder. Thanks, Ed. No problem. All right, Ed Warder. Yeah, there he goes, Ed Warder from ESPN. You know him. He's on uh, Sports Center. He's on all of it, and he's been the face of ESPN's Cowboys coverage for a lot of years. And he and I do a podcast together. We'll be teaming up out there, producing all sorts of interviews. In fact, we've already. Uh, Aaron, for both our show and the Doomsday show, I think uh, Dan Quinn might be on tap. So that'll be a that'll be a fun interview. Well, the interviews will start tomorrow with um, Mike uh, McCarthy and and basically the whole gang. Uh, Mike, Jerry Jones, and Stephen will do their State of the Union address to start everything tomorrow, and uh, and then we'll have all that for you beginning at four o'clock. Our coverage. Uh, brought to you uh, by our presenting sponsor for our trip to Oxnard, California. That is none other than Jim Turner Chevrolet. In fact, uh, at 5 o'clock tomorrow, Jim Turner, uh, the man who played basketball at Baylor and has that uh, Chevy house out there uh, in McGregor, will join us, and he'll break things down for us, may sell a couple of vehicles. 